0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivus. ASCII Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Salmons from HouseWorks. Today, we finally welcome someone who knows how to do a two-way switch. So, or a three-way switch. Master Electrician Georgia Everett to talk about your home's electrical connections. Do you have a, do you go to flip a switch on and your lights don't come on or... or Go to an outlet that seems to be kind of fried out. You can join the conversation this uh, the, this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at org. So, uh, how is everybody this morning? Pam, Jeff, how are y'all?
1: Doing pretty good over here. I've, I've been up in it. I've had several projects going.
0: You've been up in it. Okay. in um, yeah. Yes. Uh, does that mean uh, anything good or is it just a lot of stuff
1: well that's the technical term for being really busy
0: right oh okay well <laughs> i guess yeah i guess now is your time with home sales where they are at this moment you got to be going kind of nuts i guess
1: well and then you know and then i got my own stuff right. I, I got up i got up in a return this this weekend i um bought this little place in the country. And I opened up the, I was going to change the filter. Yeah. And I looked in my return, and it was full of spiders.
0: Oh. That's a Good place to keep it. <laughs> I was
1: like, you know, spiders got to live somewhere, but they're not going to live in my return. Right. So I got out my uh, vacuum cleaner and sucked the little son of a guns out. And then I got a hold of some great stuff, and I thought, I'm going to seal every little crack. And-
0: right. Right. great great stuff stuff is expansion foam by the way if you don't know that that's that stuff that you spray that's little bitty and gets giant
1: yeah oh yeah it gets huge and it's sticky oh yes so uh, you know i thought i'm gonna seal out the spiders and and also seal out all the negative air that's coming into my return so i'm only Uh you know conditioning the air that's on the inside of this little place and uh i made the mistake of spraying up before i got in there
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh.
1: I crawled up in there and I had great stuff falling all over. Got in my hair. Got all the body. Ladies of my and oros. gentlemen, if
0: you've never used this stuff called great stuff, which is expansion foam, as she mentioned, is 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 like the stickiest thing on the planet. And once you get it, say if you get it on your skin, that piece of skin will need to come off first before before the glue before the foam is coming. It is terrible. It sticks there for days if you don't have something to scrape it off I guess you say so you had it in your well, hair have you had to cut it well
1: I've got an appointment
0: <laughs> okay well first things first then
1: you know i my hair is gray no it's platinum platinum,
0: platinum. yeah platinum. right right yeah, platinum. Jeff what, so, what kind of uh stuff did you get into Jeff well
2: you know I'm uh, first of all I'm, I'm I'm glad to be back I'm glad y'all didn't uh, fire me while I was gone um, we almost did
0: Shane was here he did really I, great uh,
2: i know it All i'm right. so glad that i'm so glad that. You, look i've been doing this 25 years well 25 plus uh-huh. i did not realize that i had been up in it until pam described that pam i love it, so, it. yeah i've been up in it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> this rain this this rain even though we we need it but oh it has got to stop the rain has got to stop
0: yeah yeah, it's like I've every other several, day and you can't get anything I know, done.
2: I've got several slabs right now that we're in various stages of either putting cables in, putting plumbing in, doing our trenching, and of course every time it rains it just delays that and right. You know the way the the building market is right now is crazy that most everything we have is sold. Right. So it's it's very frustrating to speak with the new home buyer and say, "Well, we thought we were going to pour concrete this week, but you know, looks like it's going to be next week.
0: Rain again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate those things, <laughs> and I'm very sorry, but I'm sure we're going to get to that point in the summer where we would have begged for one of these showers. So just Absolutely. give it a minute. Yeah. It's Georgia, been- are you on the line with us, Georgia? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Georgia Perfect. is is our uh, electrician. Uh, just just for the sake of what everybody else does here, what did you get into this weekend?
3: Oh, this weekend, yeah. as usual, I worked. Um, <laughs> I don't
0: even so know. did you? Do you, did, you uh, did Do electricians work in the rain?
3: Um, I do. I, I know I'm a little different being female, but uh, you got to work when you got to work, and. They need power. They need things done. We
0: do it. Man, that would freak me out to know I had to wire something when it's raining. I don't know, especially outside. All right. You know what? I want to start real quick. We're going to go to Will and Carthage in just a second. But first, I wanted to read a quick thank you email. Uh, This comes from Steve. Thank you for your suggestions from a few weeks ago. I had a friend come over, and we replaced the entry door to my garage. Your show makes me laugh while learning tips. Good tips. Well, thank you. I think that's the one we said, have a friend over, get a six-pack, and buy some shims and get ready for a day of work. But it sounds like they got it in there, so, so good deal. Very cool. All right. Uh, thanks, Steve, for letting us know how it goes. All right. Will is in Carthage, and he's got a question, thankfully, today, since we've got an electrician online, about light fixtures. What's up, Will? Uh,
2: yeah,
4: good morning. Uh, I have had a light that was flickering in my dining room. And I replaced the bulb, and I didn't really think too much about it. Then I noticed other lights flickering mm. in my daughter's room, my bedroom, even in the bathroom started flickering. Mm. I'm thinking, is that a bigger electrical issue?
0: Hmm. Um, sounds sounds like Georgia. Yes.
3: Um. Actually, if if you do have lights flickering throughout the house, um, not just isolated at one fixture, more than likely it's going to be an issue with the incoming power from your power company, whether it be energy, Southern pine, what have you, I would definitely call them and have them come out and check those incoming lines before you call an electrician to come out and check individual things. Because, you know, with electricity, you could have multiple issues at the same time. But if you have it throughout the house, uh it's more than likely points to a, a power company issue.
0: Interesting. Okay. Might be worth looking uh, at. Well, there's been a lot of storm damage this year and you know, mm-hmm. who knows? Okay, Absolutely. I'll I'll give them that, I'll give the power company a call. Thank y'all so much. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Uh number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Okay, here's here's a good one for you. Uh, hey guys, I have a garbage disposal that has quit spinning. we've heard this a lot a lot. The electric the electrics work. I can still hear it hum when I flip the switch, but the blades seem locked up. I'm aware that most disposals have a little crank in the bottom that can get the blades moving. However, my model doesn't have that. Instead of owners instead the owner's manual says to use a stick from the top and try to push the blades. I've done this once before with success, but now they just won't budge. Any advice? Ben um i've I've used one of these before. By the way, the thing on the bottom that that a lot of folks feel like will make it work it it's it's actually an an allen screw on the bottom of this thing. A lot of times when you buy the disposal, it comes with a specific wrench that will fit this thing mm-hmm. Now it is not anything that has a lever on it per se, and it sometimes even has a cap over the the allen screw so that you just can't see mm-hmm. it so you might want to look for that um but outside of that guys do you have any ideas there aside from getting a new garbage disposal
1: i'm gonna tell you what jeff's answer is get I'm rid of the garbage that. disposal yeah let's take it
0: out <laughs> just get exactly. yeah. Yeah. jeff's gonna rip it out of the house what do you guys think I I concur with Pam and Jeff. the the uh, the the electrician agrees that you should pull the garbage disposal. <laughs> I will say, having worked on these before and having thrown them out before they were meant to be thrown out, uh, if you can find that little wrench, really get up in there with a flashlight and see if that thing is in there. All you got to do is spin it about a quarter turn, and and it will usually loosen up. But uh, give that a try. If that's not there. I don't know about starting it from the stop. That sounds or from the top, that sounds entirely dangerous to me.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, I just have this vision of sticking a stick down in there, and somebody flipping the swing.
0: Right, yeah. So <laughs> all
2: of a sudden. Well, it's uh, <laughs> hey hey, look look at the big picture here. We are stuffing stuff down our sink that a that a half horse motor cannot chew up. Right. Oh. Right. Think about the big picture here.
0: Right. Stop okay. Stop
2: putting that stuff yeah. down. Think. Put yeah. it in a compost. Do, do a compost pile outside. Stop putting that stuff down your down your plumbing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, anything that's got fibers in it or grease in it or, boy, you're just asking for trouble. If you used it correctly. And another thought here is why don't you read the manufacturer specifications on use? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's not get yes. all crazy yes. here, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> No, read. it's over the top, but there's always I that.
0: Read the instructions. That's not what they show All
3: sales read the instructions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's keep going. Patrick is on the road right now. He's got a question. What's going on, Patrick?
5: Yeah, I have an electrical question also. Uh, I just bought a house. It's about 10 years old. In three of the rooms, I have the same fan-light combination. Uh, the fan is on a slide switch, probably three or four position slide switch. But the lights are all on a rocker switch, and they're dimmable, but it looks like they're set at the dimmest possible position, and with no uh, dimmer switch or slide switch on those. Can I put a dimmer switch on the light
0: portion? That sounds, Patrick. That's crazy. It sounds like the the the, the functions were backwards on your.
5: It does. Mm-hmm. But the
0: Georgia, the pan, go for it.
5: Is variable also so the fan has to have a variable switch but I think the light was supposed to also have a, a variable a dimmer switch
3: right is it are there two separate switches in the wall or is it a, a two two and one switch no it's two separate switches two separate switches um, and all the fans operate exactly the same or the lights with the lights they, operate exactly they, the same
5: they do. Now I was told if I put a dimmer switch on the light that it is it's not gonna change because it's the way it's set. I don't know if there's a reset switch
3: or uh, if if the if it is like um sometimes they'll kinda uh trip you up with putting a remote mounted to the wall like and it looks like a switch, and it acts like a switch, but normally they're contained in one unit. Um, Honestly, most ceiling fans are pretty cut and dry. It's, you know, the fan motor, the fan, the light, and they might have a wattage regulator uh, to prevent putting bulbs in that are too large for the fixture. But um, you should, I would put a, try to put a dimmer on it and see what it does. Um, I'm a firm believer in why not. If it's already broke, you can't break it again. But, right. um, you know, try that first. And if it isn't, that's something that I, you know, I would definitely get someone to look at to, to, right. to dig now, into why just doing that.
5: The owner, previous owner, built the house, and he thought there were some remotes for the light but couldn't find mm-hmm. them or uh, just didn't remember. Yeah. He they they've always been dim. It's never always been that way so yeah people
3: can't ever keep up with those remotes for some reason (laughs) right right
5: yeah okay
3: so that's probably your issue is the remote the remote kit because there are settings on those remotes and they can be a, a bit of a booger sometimes to to work with but um depending on the model they might can be just removed um there's a ton of options.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. That sounds like one of those flat, right. generic remotes. You know, you have all around your house for different little stuff. You know, lights yeah. and things like that. They all look the same. All the remotes look very generic and the same. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: now let me okay. let me make one one suggestion. Uh, get the uh, manufacturer of the fan. Contact them and see if they can just replace the. Remote. We've we've done that several times.
0: Oh, all right. Okay, that's a good thought. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks Thank a lot, you. Patrick. We appreciate it. We're going to take a uh, quick break real quick. It's time for us to take our first break. When we return, we're going to help with uh, your home improvement questions. And, boy, we've got a lot of them lined up. Our guest for the hour is Master Electrician Georgia Everett. So today is the day we can really focus on your electrical problems. If you've got a call that you want to make, join the conversation and give us a call at 877 MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com. Dot org. We'll be right back. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibas, Ashy Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl. Licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from HouseWorks and our guest for the hour, Georgia Everett Master Electrician. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at org. Got an email for you guys. And, and Jeff, I know you'll be specifically... Uh, interested in this particular email. We're building a small cabin and we'll run water to it from our well. The well is approximately 500 feet from the structure. We're getting mixed advice on the size line to run, either one inch or two inch. The cabin will have a full bath, bar, sink, and washing machine. What is your advice? Listen to your show and love it. Thank you in advance. Jamie. Uh, Jeff, I thought you may want to take a stab at that.
2: Well, <clears throat> yes, they are, um, they, the answer is, is correct, a, a one-inch or a two-inch. Now, but we, we also have to um, find out what size meter we're going to use. We're probably going to use a half-inch meter. Okay. Um, now, here's the simplest way to calculate this. I, I understand that you're on a well but call your local water provider. Tell them, whoever, <clears throat> tell them that um, your, the pump size on your well, how far you're running the line, they will calculate that water feed
0: for you. Really?
2: Yes. It's- I just ran, um, I think it was a quarter of a mile uh of, of of water line and we have plenty of pressure to that house on a half inch meter.
0: Huh. So okay. it
2: all boil down to the size of the line.
0: Right. Okay. So and and uh she says she doesn't know what this would be, but um like I said she's getting mixed advice. So what she needs to do is find out the size of what are the what are uh, the the size of the pump. Yeah
2: size of the pump mm-hmm. call call your local water provider and i understand she said she was on right. a well so they don't have a local provider um but someone in that in in your surrounding area is supplying water to somebody right call call that call that water company give them those calculations they will tell you exactly what size line to run
0: interesting is there anywhere online where they have maybe this uh calculator of some sort you know, Google has everything, right. but uh, mm-hmm.
2: and you know, am I trusting that? No, I want to talk. I want to talk to the to the water uh, company.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, Good.
2: And, and, and to... I can tell you this you you can call you can call Bear Creek Water. They will calculate it for you.
0: Huh. What were you saying, Pam? Yeah.
1: Well, another thing to think about whenever you're starting to use a well is you may want to get that water tested, too, just to make no, sure. Oh, that's
0: true. Yeah. yeah, sure. All right, folks, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. I was going to ask, Georgia. Um, Georgia Everett is our uh, master electrician and guest on today's show. And, you know, there's there's some interesting things here to look at. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, of all the people working in construction, women compromise only ten point three percent. Yeah, yeah, and we've got two of them right here. Yeah. So, uh, we have two great women of the industry today. <laughs> Pam Piebess is here every week, plus today, joined by Georgia Everett from Everett Electrician. So, uh, Georgia, what brought you into this uh, into this career path?
3: Honestly, it was a just a Needed a summer job, and somebody said, hey, they're hiring where, uh, where I work. My brother-in-law, actually. Mm-hmm. They were building a hospital in Vicksburg and said, they're, uh, you could do that. And I was like, sure, I could do that. I was 20. I could do anything. Right. So, you know, <laughs> here I am now. <laughs> wow, that
0: is awesome. That's fantastic. Well, and uh, do you meet uh, many other women in your line of work?
3: I have met a handful of women doing this, um, and women that are working in different trades as well. I have met one other licensed journeyman electrician, Mm -hmm. female, but no other. I've not met another licensed master electrician.
0: Wow. That's fantastic, Georgia. Congratulations. Thank you. Scotty Ray is on the line in, uh, is that Moorville? Uh, Scotty, are you with us? Yes, I am. All right. So where are you calling from? Morville. Okay. Well, I was right. What, what's going on today?
6: Well, my house is about 100 years old. And <laughs> it's got those push-button uh, electrical uh, oh, light wow. switches, you know? Yeah. And about 18 years ago, they started sparking.
0: And I got up and
1: <laughs> I still here?
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you just call somebody about this? Uh, a radio I'm, show? I'm, 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 yeah,
1: it's about time to call somebody about this.
6: <laughs> well, I got up in yeah. the attic, and, and the, the electrical wires, they're about to big around as a quarter, and they got that mm-hmm. cloth around them. And mm-hmm. in some places, they're just tied together, and they got like an inch of dust on them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had the electricity cut off. And that was about 18 years ago. And I've been using a a generator with heavy-duty electrical cords, extension cords, running inside the house. And I've enjoyed the success I've had with that. But what I'm thinking is, can I not just have the, the electric company people put me in a new meter or use the meter I've got and run extension cords in the house, maybe put them in a plastic tube and nail them to the wall. is there anything illegal about that or dangerous
3: there's a yeah there's a lot illegal about that and a lot dangerous about that um Ray,
0: My name is not really Scotty Ray then right good yeah <laughs> and you're not from anywhere we've heard of <laughs> right so so tell us about that Georgia what what would be a an alternative idea? he's obviously trying to save some money here, right Scotty Correct. Right. So, what, what's an alternative, Georgia?
3: Um, <laughs> probably not going to like my answer. That's fine. But I, I mean, if you are wanting to save money, um, actually educate yourself on how houses are wired. What um what's what's needed to properly uh, run uh, devices uh, appliances things like that in the home i wouldn't run extension cords i tell people do not use extension cords on appliances on pretty much anything only use an extension cord for temporary things not permanent um i would definitely you know have somebody come look at it
0: (laughs) do some rewiring possibly
3: rewiring the entire house because uh, because of the age of the wire um because you it's unpredictable there's no grounding system installed in a home of, the, of that age um the wire he's describing um sounds like knob and tube wiring wow. um it's definitely something that would would just need to be replaced completely, yeah,
0: in my I wouldn't opinion. Fire, I definitely wouldn't fire up the old system, uh, not really. with the knob and two. And
3: extension cords, to me, um, can be just as dangerous if used in a permanent application. A lot of times that's the cause of um, uh, people, you know, oh, I had a fire started in the garage because I had an, a refrigerator or freezer plugged in on an extension cord. Huh. I've seen it time and time again. So it's just not something that was meant for a permanent uh, appliance or a permanent I fixture. Is. Okay. Yeah,
6: I, I, don't, I don't have a stove or an air conditioner or anything like that. I, all I've been using them for is like my, my blaster and uh, to charge up my computer and sometimes a lamp. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just use it for small things. And that's all I was really going to use it for if I attach them to the wall. I wasn't planning on getting a stove or air conditioner or anything like that. But uh but I think you're right. Probably thing to do is just have the whole house rewired. Right.
0: By the way, if you uh if you're still using a generator, if you've not heard of a uh, of a uh, inverter, you might want to look at that.
6: Uh, Dude, that's a great idea.
0: Yeah. All, All right. right. Well I appreciate y'all. Thanks, Scotty Ray. All right. Appreciate it. Number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Georgia, what is the call that you get the most? What's the thing most people want from you?
3: Um, my Christmas lights aren't working. My holiday lights aren't working. (laughs) Um, and, and we try to,
0: uh, (laughs)
3: explain to them the situation, but, uh, that's our our most common call, to be honest. Right. <laughs> um, and that's you know you you can predict it when it's first cold snap, and plugging in space heaters and tripping those GFI's in the bathroom when they're taking a shower. Right. GFI's. GFI's. Um,
0: GFI's.
3: It, I don't GFIs. In Georgia,
1: mine. Uh, Do those things go bad after a while? <laughs> yeah.
5: Because
1: I think.
3: Yes. Um, heavy use. Um, Depending, you know. Yes.
0: Right. Yes. What she's talking about when she says GFI, so that everybody's uh, playing along at home. Uh, what does GFI mean, Georgia?
3: Well, actually, now it's called a, a GFCI, which is a ground fault circuit interrupter. Right. Okay. Uh, and it's just, uh, the outlets you'll see in bathrooms sometimes, uh, should be in your garage, any wet location right. or location susceptible to moisture, um, with the little push buttons on them. Sometimes they have a light, sometimes they don't.
0: Right. But, the test but reset thing?
3: Are, yes. Right. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, so.
3: It's the easy fix, you know, Okay. the biggest problem people have is, uh when they try to do it themselves is, is messing up the line and the load, because that is important to make sure that you know what power is coming in and power leaving out. I've seen it time and time again, where people attempt to re- uh, replace the device themselves. They cut the power off, they do everything safely, but when they cut it back on, nothing happens. And that's because they've switched one or two, you know, two of the wires okay. and, and, It will not work that way.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. The black wire goes where it says black.
0: Right. Yeah. But that's not the only one you can get other things messed up. I promise. Yeah.
1: The white wire goes where it goes. And you know, something else that happens with those GFIs, Georgia is that people don't realize that if it's at the top of a circuit.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about with the line load. Um, People will, will reverse those, those sets of wires and they're like, well, it worked before, but right. it's just nothing behind it worked. And they replace it, and they're like, now this one doesn't work. I'm like, hmm, what did you do that we can right. undo to 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 repair it? Well, well let's be let's funny. be really
0: honest. When people open their walls, it's not always <laughs> a black and white and and and, and uh, exactly. copper wire that comes out. Sometimes exactly. it'll be like six white wires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like what? All right. Anyway, you know, we're going to take a quick quick break, folks. Time for another break. And if you want to join today's show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. When we come back, we're going to talk. uh, We're going to walk through the installing of USB outlets for a moment. We're also going to talk to Virginia on the road. That's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll be right back. Hang on. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with Pam Pibus, she's Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, Licensed Contractor contractor Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks, is still here and master electrician georgia everett from everett electric and if you missed any of today's program you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our mpb public media app hang on virginia i'm coming your way i've got a i've got a uh, email here that that you guys might want to give it a shot i'm wanting to pull up the carpet and vinyl to redo our concrete slab by staining or painting that's tough and economical I see there are all sorts of ways to do this. What would be a better product or technique for a first-timer? Also, would like to know a better alternative for replacing floor molding that doesn't just involve adding quarter round to existing molding, maybe using something else. I personally don't like the way that looks. This show is adding to my poor husband's honey-do list, but thank you. All right, so so redoing the concrete floor, Jeff. They're pulling out the uh, vinyl and everything else, and the wood, and they wanna they wanna either stain or paint the concrete. Uh, start us off there. What what are we getting uh, into?
2: Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of that.
0: Why is that? Um,
2: well, con- concrete is porous. Now they put vinyl down. It's glued to the concrete. They wood is down it's glued to the concrete probably right and now now not only do i have to pull the flooring i have to get the glue up from a porous um uh, surface so the end result is is not going to be what 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 you're imagining in your mind
0: yeah the glue Uh, would have gotten into the pores of the concrete and it will stay there
2: that's right that's right so Obviously, it's it's time to change carpet and wood. Um, <laughs> so you know, do some do some research. Go, you know, to some of your big box stores or something, and get some uh, get some wood. You you can do a floating floor yourself. Uh, it's very easy. Yes, and uh, I think your outcome is going to be much more enjoyable than trying to paint or stain uh, concrete after that after that has been done to it.
0: I can tell you this, uh, if, if you have kids in the home, I've been in a home with concrete floors and, and a floating floor, and I promise you concrete has no give when they fall. They no. literally bounce it's off. Um,
2: just,
1: it's funny, just if you, dra- if you drop your weird. glass of milk, it's going everywhere.
0: It's done, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, you know, think about it. This, this is your home. This This isn't a hardware store right <laughs> okay
1: all right hey uh, hey jason let yeah. me let me tell you about talking about those floors jeff i was in a house this was one of those like fishing cabins out at one of the lakes here in madison county yeah about a thousand square feet and i walked in and they had put mortar rub on their concrete slab wow <clears throat>
5: huh?
0: and then painted it green okay <laughs> That not, okay that's definitely a yeah, style like a, choice
1: yeah it was it was really bad
0: right all right I, y'all I don't, go ahead i jeff. don't see one
2: would ever do that
0: <laughs> well virginia has been waiting on the road for a while so let's go talk to her real quick jeff what's uh what's going on virginia
1: hi i have two ceiling fans that have lost their medium speed is there anything that can be done to fix that or do i need to replace the whole fan
0: well, before they answer, I want to say there is an opening in this world for people who make fans because, unbelievable, the calls that we will get for fans that are broken. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and, and what,
3: what's so crazy is, for the most part, the internal uh, operation of the ceiling fans are haven't changed much. Right. I mean, it's a a fan motor, a speed control switch, if it has a light a light kit, and a light switch, and then you just wire it into your home system. You can replace those speed control switches, um, the little pull chain switches. Okay.
0: I have the replaced the, the pull the pull chain on one of those things. I've replaced it inside the casing before Virginia, mm-hmm. and and that little plastic thing will, will only cost you about 250 and right. and it's okay. just a single screw to put it in. It's not a big deal. But.
3: Okay, great. That's good to know. I was told it couldn't be repaired by an electrician. Did somebody look at it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he just or did the, they just tell you that?
1: <laughs> oh, he, he was standing there looking at the fan and said, Oh,
0: I'm sorry. This can't be fixed. Uh, Well, if if you felt like he had a good reason to say that, Virginia, the great thing about fans is they've got a whole bunch more. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. Okay.
3: All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, man. We appreciate it. to no call is 877 MPB ring. That's 877 672 7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This was kind of neat. I've got these, a couple of these in my house. Uh, something to fix uh, it sounds all fancy because it involves USB ports and electricity but it's really actually it's a, it's a DIY project I've done this several times uh, and, uh, and, and what I'm talking about Georgia is, is installing outlets that include USB ports and uh, a lot of yep. folks are doing these some of the things to know about this uh, the thing that I've noticed most of the outlets that include USB ports the USB ports are are kind of, um, they're like older school USB ports. They mm-hmm. they put out a minimum amount of power uh, right. at most two amps. So what that mm-hmm. means is you're not, uh, you do have connection to a USB, but it's not like your fast charger on your phone or something of right. that nature. Right. Right. So, but uh, have you done a lot of these, Georgia?
3: Um, When people want them, they want them, and they want them through the whole house. Right. Um. So... It's something that we have done. We haven't. I won't say we've done a lot of them, mm-hmm. just for the reason you just said, because uh, most of the time they're not going to charge as fast as what comes with your device.
0: Right, right.
3: So it's it's. But when people want them, they want it.
0: Right. Well, I installed one. I installed one on the wall that is right next to like my dad chair. You know, yes, by the absolutely. table, so that so mm-hmm. that when I'm in my dad chair, I can always be charging. So that was the reason oh, for that. Yeah. But but I absolutely. can tell you, yeah. Outside of that, I can tell you it is a, it is a very slow charge. I don't know if they make any with a quick charge.
3: But, I I always uh, I kind of think of it as a uh, you know if you're just lounging around relaxing, uh-huh. sitting in your dad chair, and you have the day to charge your device, great. Right. You'll sit in your dad's chair reclined and enjoy. (laughs) Right, right.
0: It's more of a thing. Yeah. So, so, um, Mm -hmm. this is not necessarily difficult. Uh, one other caveat to this is to buy a normal outlet, say, like just a regular outlet, you you can get that at any hardware store for Mm -hmm. not much more than $2. You know, yeah. Uh, You can, you can spend big money on it and spend $5. But right. these outlets, these outlets, the USB equipped power outlets, the, the, the cheapest I've seen was online for about 10 bucks. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know yeah. if I'd want that one. So, yeah, um,
3: that's with, with the ability to get materials or products from so many different places now, right. it is very important for people to be mindful of reviews and if all the reviews sound like they're, you know, singing praises for it, question that as well. I mean, because nothing's perfect. Right. So be mindful of what you're buying and what you're installing in your house, because you do have to sleep there.
0: Right. So, That's true. You know. <laughs> yeah. it's a very good point, George. Thank you. So how difficult do you see it for a DIYer to change an outlet?
3: Um, I, it's not very difficult if you are um, mechanically inclined right i'll put it <laughs>
0: and turn um, the power off
3: and turn the power off right. <laughs> um, and make sure the the main thing with electrical uh, any electric any electrical device is um, the connections have to be secure um, and people are, can be kind of timid in general with anything electrical but you have to have secure connections any loose connection um, it's cause for arcing and sparking that's what you don't want arcing and sparking is fire so um, that you you don't you have to be confident and secure and and like, do it right right and, so and when sure you screw
0: a wire you know, into the terminal you need to mean it
3: you need to mean it but not mean it too much that you break the device because I've seen it go both ways. Right. <laughs> where <laughs> where people are don't don't tighten it enough because they're scared they're going to break it and then people are like, "No, I'm making sure this is all the way right down and, and crack the plastic on the device." So, neither are good. You got to find that happy medium.
0: <laughs> Georgia, I can't no one has ever described me better than that just there. <laughs> Just just, just jam it as far in there, as it, it'll never come out. So, yeah, that's me. Crack. All right. Well,
1: I, did, <laughs> I just did this this weekend. Is when you put it, they've got those stab lock things now. On the mm-hmm. back. Just stab it in there. You'll hear a little click and then try pulling on it.
3: And if it comes out, you ain't done it right.
0: Right. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> and make sure that you strip the wire back the appropriate amount when you use those stab locks. If you use the stab locks, Mm because I've seen some people strip out about an inch of wire and they have bare copper hanging out of the back of the stab lock. Right. That can bump touch and cause us. So
0: folks, what Georgia means when she's talking about the stab lock on the back of the outlet, there's uh, usually two separate ways you can wire the outlet. One is through a screw terminal. Uh, which is where you put the wire underneath the screw and screw it down and 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 if you do that right it 's good and it 's there mm-hmm. uh there 's another way to do it that 's real quick, which is those little holes on the back of the outlet that you can uh plug the wires into and and i 've met several people who just do not like this at all those little i 'm mm-hmm. not
2: a fan yeah uh, no, i do I do not care for that method at all no,
0: me no. either. Right. I would suggest the screw terminal, you can do it right the first time, and then you don't have to worry if it's going to rattle out from wind or whatever. So. All right, let's uh, keep going with the phone. Uh, Buford's on the line, in Ripley, what's going on, Buford?
4: Uh, what I'm calling my uh, old tile, I've heard, you know, old tile is several years old. You need to completely reseal it and all, and I've got some in that situation, and I had a tile, man, uh, I had some tile put in in, in the house and all, and, and he didn't think that won't go along with that. But I sort of think he's wrong. Uh, I need you, you people, expert, to tell me. Uh, like in our house, it's about twenty, uh, about twenty years, twenty-five years old.
2: There's a whole floor these season. The tile.
0: All right. Um, well, so well, go ahead, Jeff.
2: <laughs> yeah, let me let me let me comment on that. Um, you, you're not you're not going to seal the tile. You're going to seal the ground. Right um, now, the tile the tile and grout has been down how long? Oh, about twenty five years. Okay, well you got twenty five years of dirt on it, so you need to. And I'm not I'm not saying your house is dirty. I'm just Go ahead. the Go fact. Ahead. I
4: know what you're talking about.
2: Uh, clean the grout, clean it the best you can, and then seal it. All that is doing is helping you clean it. It's it's so. So, you know, stains won't penetrate the grout because the grout is porous. So, clean oh, it good and, and seal the grout.
4: Well, when you put it, you just, when you put the sealant over, after you get it clean, you just put it over the tile too. Then,
2: no, no, because no, all no. the sealant is the grout. Grout yeah, no, uh, So
0: uh,
4: just put it, just put it in the grout.
0: Right. They even make a special tool for that.
4: They do. Yeah, right.
0: yeah, they do. Yeah,
4: the a little roller.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, can I get that at Home Depot or
0: You can. Yes, you can. Just go to the flooring department. They'll they'll be glad to show you.
4: a uh, we go uh, uh, hardware store. In don't have nothing like that. Oh, okay. And and, uh, <laughs> and and so they little what what they called it? Uh,
0: grout
2: sealer.
4: Grout sealer. Okay, that's good. Well, look, gentlemen, I certainly appreciate
0: it. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Let's keep on moving. Number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. John's on the line. And Daphne, what's going on, John?
2: Uh, Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Great program today. Um, I had a question about uh, switches and uh, terminals. Uh, Last time I changed a uh, light switch, there were two ways to connect it. One was wrap the wire around the screw, and the other one was insert the wire into this little slot, right. which is kind of new to me. Yeah, And I'm, uh, you may have already covered this, but um, I'd like to know which one your guest uh, recommends, or are they both valid? Mm. Uh, because I've heard some people say that you don't want to use those little slots.
0: Right. Georgia, you may have mentioned this already. Sure. Tell us your opinion
3: um personally when i'm installing devices i do uh uh you know hook the wire and wrap it around the screw um and make sure the wire is going in the direction of the screw tightens um to me it's a more secure connection a lot of our calls are because of the outlets being stabbed into the back it's just kind of a uh a, a compression not a compression it's just a spring fit it goes in there and you can't pull it back out um they're fine they're they're they are to code to use them you so it's not illegal to use them or anything like that but i just feel more confident in using uh the wire hooked around the screw method it just it's more secure
0: um. There you go, John. Straight from a master uh, electrician.
6: Thank you so much.
0: There you go. I Thank you. Yes,
6: sir.
0: Yeah, I, I've done those before, and one of the fun things, one of the well, it's not fun; it's terrible. You have to, uh, if you want to take one of these, uh, if you if you've like what they've said, stabbed it in the back, which is basically the back of the outlet, mm-hmm. the little hole you put the wire in. Uh, if you if you mess up and you put the wrong wire in the wrong hole. It's going to take you a minute to get it out of there. And you may yeah. destroy the outlet in doing it. Yeah, uh,
3: they, they have a little slot where you can put like a terminating screwdriver yeah. in to release that spring. Uh-huh. Now, there is another type of outlet that has, um, it actually has, most GFIs are made like this, where it has uh, two plates that sandwich the wire to get, to uh. to hold it. And those, um, just for sheer not fighting a little wobbly mm-hmm. uh, screw. I do backstab those, and again, like Pam was saying, when you get done tightening that uh, terminal, pull the wire—you know, just a little tug on the wire to make sure it's in there good. But right. you have to be sure to strip the wire back the appropriate length and whatnot.
1: Right. So and there are
3: other wires. types.
1: We can't. We can't have naked wires. No, no naked wires. <laughs> no that little ground's gonna be. Right. It's definitely a PG project.
0: Right, right. <laughs> all right, uh calls eight seven seven MPB ring. All right, John, thanks a lot. Let's go to another uh, email. Our home is thirteen years old. When they put the outside faucets on, they sprayed foam around them. Now the foam is coming off. Do I clean out all the old foam to redo the faucets like they were? Or spray foam where the cracks are? The faucet oh! pi- the faucet pipes. <laughs> <laughs> the faucet pipes are getting loose where they are wiggling. Uh, will the foam help stabilize them?
1: Foam is not for outside people ever.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The
1: so... Not for exterior application. Drives me crazy when I go to a house and I see foam on the outside. Because all it's going to do is
3: fall apart. That's a big problem. People don't read anything anymore. Don't read the directions. <laughs> Get you some silicon caulk and cram it up
1: in there. That'll hold it. Anyway. Use <laughs> <laughs> foam and keep going to get on it. And then it's going to flake and get in your yard. And use it in your return.
3: The, keep the spiders out. <laughs> so don't leave foam outside your house. And quick tip, if you get foam in your hair, fingernail polish remover will get it out. Oh, no good way. Enough. Hey, but yes. I, hey, listen, do you know I
1: sound like the kind of person that would have fingernail polish in That's my own? true. Well, I mean I don't I don't either, yeah, but maybe. I went and bought
3: some.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go get my haircut this afternoon.
0: <laughs> Jeff, this has gone to a whole different place, man. Yeah. Uh okay, look, let's get to one more email. We can do this, okay? I'm moving and I have an outdated coffee table and two bar stools that I want to spruce up. I've seen several DIY projects on metallic furniture furniture, and would love to know how I can get these items a beautiful metallic silver color. Can you give me some tips or advice on what I should do? do? I do spray painting all the time, almost every weekend. And I can tell you, if you will sand that surface of those two things and what i mean I, you don't have to really get down on it you just lightly sand it to knock any abrasions off and then wipe it with a soft cloth you'll be amazed with how good that would look uh as long as you've spray painted before and know how to know how to keep away from the you know drips and things like that you'll make a really pretty product does either one of you do you, do you guys have a thought on that
1: don't do it on a windy day yeah okay,
0: well there you go or
1: a rainy day our
0: rainy day. We may have to wait till <laughs> June then. Yeah. All right, folks. That's it. We got through it. We got to wrap it up now. Uh, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by, well, Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons, and our guest today, Georgia Everett. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.